This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for what is another episode of our Arsenal News Show. Joining you every single morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. It's Friday. You've made it to the end of the week. Congratulations. Fantastic stuff. I can't wait to get you know rid of this week and into the weekend and get stuck in some Premier League action, of course, with plenty of games to discuss, plenty of games to talk about this weekend. And most importantly, of course, the Arsenal game. Arsenal take on Sheffield United in the Premier League on Saturday afternoon. 3pm kickoff, which does mean that there is going to be a relatively strong amount of people um, that won't be able to watch the game, sadly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very exciting um, still. To, to be able to go and for those that are going to be there I look forward to to joining you uh, good morning um, for everybody that is is tuning in in the live chat box Lars, Blackshine, Femi, Steve, Guna Jake good morning to Paul and Red Star and Brad good morning to Anz, Damien Maximius, good morning to Stephen NSW, Josh, Oluwele, Louis Stevie, Kim, Stephen uh, Arsenal for Life, Glenn, Martin and so many more of you guys as well thank you so much everybody for tuning in, it means the absolute world that you do so. So if you could drop a like, if you could subscribe, that would mean a hell of a lot. So slightly shorter show today because I'm heading into the office um, and I've got to catch a train. So uh, it's going to be a condensed and quick stop view through the news before we have a quick stop view through your questions in part two. So without further ado, let's jump into today's stories. First of all, if you want to get some more Arsenal content and TGT content from me and Dr. Raj, you can because we did an Eat Sleep Arsenal repeat podcast last night we talked about whether Erdegaard is what we describe as the new Saka what do we mean by that well somebody that's just continuously playing and is that affecting their form we discussed that we talk about Sheffield United and plenty more as well so do make sure you go back and give that a listen it's the last upload on the channel um there is some nightmare December fixture chaos for Arsenal sadly uh, obviously we kind of wait on the edge of our seats don't we to find out when certain games will be because as traveling fans they want to know but also as you know our own personal commitments we want to know when games are so we got seven games in December that have been moved uh, and January as well. Start of January. Uh, let me talk about that 
with you. Uh, our visit to Kenilworth wo- Road, Road, that's the word, uh, to face Luton Town on Tuesday, December 5th, will now kick off 30 minutes later at 8.15 and be shown on Amazon. Um, so that's annoying. Uh, the following game to Aston Villa on Saturday, December 9th, has been moved to a th- from a 3 p.m. to a 5 p.m. kickoff and will be shown on uh, Sky Sports. It's annoying when they move it later. Like, you've got to go to Birmingham. I'm probably going to have to stay in Birmingham now. Um, our home game against Brighton and Hove Albion has been moved from Saturday, December 16th to Sunday, December 17th and moved to a 2pm kickoff. That's not too bad. That's quite good, actually. And this is due to the Seagulls' Europa League requirements and will not be shown on TV, even though it's a 2pm kickoff on a Sunday. Frustrating. The trip to Anfield to tackle Liverpool on Saturday has now been moved to a 5.30pm kickoff instead of a 3pm kickoff on December 23rd. Yes, two days before Christmas, fans are expected to go up to London on the 23rd of December and get back after that game, which is surely going to finish around 7.30, you then got to get to the station, which from Liverpool is, is a challenge. Trust me, I've done it. Um, and, uh, you know, in that type of traffic, in that period where there's Christmas markets and things are shut down and trains aren't as regular, that's going to be absolutely chaotic um, for, for supporting fans. I'm not sure if I'm going to even be able to go to that game. I might be covering it from home. So we'll have to wait and see. The game against West Ham United, previously scheduled for Boxing Day, has now been moved to uh, 8.15 Thursday, December 28th. It'll be shown on Amazon. And our visit to Craven Cottage to take on Fulham has been moved from Saturday, December 30th to Sunday, December 31st. And it will kick off at 2 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Uh, hopefully that's not too bad, but uh, trying to get back from London on New Year's Eve when everyone's running up there for the uh, the Christmas lights and uh, the clock counting down could be very interesting indeed. But we'll wait and see, I guess. And finally, our home game against Crystal Palace has been moved back one week as part of the Premier League's winter break. It was scheduled for 3pm on Saturday, January 13th, but it will now take place at 12.30pm on Saturday, January 20th and be shown on TNT Sports. Uh, they will broadcast the selections for the match round 22, January 30th and 31st. It will be announced with the February broadcasts. So there you go. Um, a lot of chaos, a lot of changes, a lot of differences, and very, very frustrating indeed for a lot of supporters. Uh, apparently, according to Fabrizio Romano, Arsenal turned down an approach from Inter Milan for Tomiyasu in July. Arsenal have plenty of faith in the Japanese international that he is going to be a key part of this squad. And I think from the appearances that we've seen this season, we can absolutely uh, support that idea. I'm very glad that they didn't decide to sell Tomiyasu because he has been a very good part of this squad this season. One of the standout performers, I would suggest, of the squad this season as well. So Arsenal turning down an approach from Inter Milan. Clearly, there is plenty of interest growing in Arsenal's players, not just the starting ones, but the ones that are are rotating with the starters too. Now, Gabriel uh, Jesus, frustratingly, according to Isan Khan of the Daily Mail, has missed Arsenal's training session yesterday. Now, we'll have to wait and see whether or not he trains today. There's expectations of a result of another scan coming through today. So we'll find out what the latest is regarding his hamstring injury. He himself was fairly confident it would only be minor as he spoke to the press after the game against Sevilla on Tuesday night. But after coming back on Wednesday and then having that recovery day, he didn't train on Thursday. So there is a chance he could yet miss the game against Sheffield United. They may choose to just rest him um, and you know give him time to, to recover and not risk further injury. It might be better that we start Havertz or Trossard or Enketia in that centre-forward position. I think if it was me, I'd either start Havertz or I'd start Trossard at centre-forward and go from there. I think that'd be the best option for Arsenal in this game this weekend. But we will hear from Mikel Arteta in his press conference a little bit later on today, early afternoon. You'll be hearing from the manager. You'll be able to get all the updates if you're not able to watch it 
on the football.london's live blog which i'll be running alongside kaya karnak and of course you'll also be able to watch all of that back as well on the arsenal way so please make sure that you go and subscribe over there because we're very close to 100k so uh go help us if there's there's 400 of you watching here i'm sure a fair amount of you are subscribed already to the arsenal way but if you're not go over there and help us towards 100k it would mean the absolute world but you will hear from Mikel Arteta. i did do a little of a, a tongue-in-cheek prediction of what he might say reporter asks what's the latest on jesus arteta says well we've got one more training session so i think we'll have to wait and see how he responds to it i think that's probably what we're going to get but i guess We'll have to wait and see. You can never guarantee to get the answers that you want from the manager. Right, let's go to part two and a very quick round of Q&A right after this. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's uh, jump into the chat box, shall we? And tackle as many of your questions as we can. Uh, Let's go to... Daniel says, are we playing Brentford next week? I don't know why I thought it was Newcastle. Uh, Matches, we are playing Newcastle uh, next week. We play them on Saturday, November 4th. You even confused me then. We don't play Brentford until Saturday 25th. Uh, that's after the next international break. So we've got West Ham in midweek. We've also got Sheffield United this weekend, West Ham on the Wednesday. And then the following Saturday, we travel up to Newcastle for that game. So, uh, Yes, certainly. Um, there's there's no confusion now about who we are playing. Uh, Temi says Prime KDB or Prime Erdegaard. Um, Prime KDB, obviously, is a better player and uh, certainly more established. Uh, this sort of question obviously spawns some discussions about what the whole, um, you know, what the whole taking the grain by the scruff of the neck. That's what some people apparently want Erdegaard to do. And I don't really know what that means because I can't personally remember when Man City were under the cosh. Kevin De Bruyne grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck, as I would define it, you know, and and tearing the back into it. Some people were like, well, what about Real Madrid when he scored? And I was like, well, he's picked up the ball and shot from long range and scored. And I get that. But... That's one moment. I don't think that's like individually grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck and throwing it back in the other direction. It's a goal. And Odegaard has done that. You know, he, he, we did that earlier this season against Man United when we went a goal down and then all of a sudden, who's back there scoring straight away? Odegaard. So if if that's what that is, then he's done that. I don't think that's what people mean. And I don't think that's what Odegaard is. I think he's an elevator. I think he's a catalyst. I think he's a... Some people would, I think, and it's... I think it's more derogatory to say it this way, but he's like a luxury player, some people would say. And I think that's more harsh than anything. I think he's a great, fantastic, world-class level player that is without a doubt, um, you know, deserving of, of starting for this team. But maybe he needs a little bit of time away just to refocus. I don't know. We'll see what happens with the team on Saturday and we'll see how Erdogan 
Lampard performs. Uh, one of the worst things I got, I had a, got a right, into, uh, a right little uh, debate yesterday on social media. Um, well, I might have a laptop, so I can't go onto my personal account. But if I go here uh, on my phone, I'll sh- <laughs> it was such a silly thing. Like It's one of my least favorite things in the world when you get into these types of debates because uh, the person replying to me was like... Um, uh, I said uh, about Odegaard and I did a piece on like why Arsenal haven't looked as good in attack so far this season as they did last season. I said, said it's kind of like, you know, it's really staring us in the face with the answer being we've not had our starting front three for quite a, a long amount of time. To which they said, or it's because Odegaard has just been so poor. And I was like, what, all season? To which they were like, pretty much. He's supposed to be one of the, one of the uh, people making things tick. So it's no coincidence that we're not flying in attack like we were last year. And I was like, what do you mean pretty much all season? Are we just discounting the performances against Forest, Palace, United, Everton, PSV, and Bournemouth. Then he says, Bournemouth and PSV are dreadful. And this is this this argument that like, oh, you know, if you go up against a team that didn't have a great display, it's like you can't count that. <laughs> it's like you can't talk about that. It was easy that game, so you know I can't give them any credit. Have you ever thought that my, maybe they were dreadful because we made them dreadful by the way that we played, and maybe Odegaard's performance in that dreadful opposition display was a lot to do with what Odegaard did in those games? It's like nope, can't talk about those games. Can't use those games. The opposition were bad, or it's like nope, can't talk about that player. He plays in a bad league, so it doesn't count. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing you will ever hear on the airways. Anyway, I'm taking up a long section of this quick Q and A. Um, Jones uh, says any update on Partey uh, no not at the moment mate I'm afraid um, we'll hear from Mikel Arteta today in his press conference on that uh, and Matt says Tom do you think that there's any truth in the rumours that Partey is unhappy with his lack of playing time <laughs> I saw this yesterday and you know fair play for Jason Suter doing this story and you know being very clever with his tweet um, which he left a little follow up tweet underneath saying oh this is quite funny considering he's not played I'm like yeah but that wasn't the original tweet was it um, but uh, it was very clever the way he did it you got to respect it but uh, it's a report I think that comes from Italy suggesting that Partey's not happy with his lack of game time clearly they've not done the research and realised that he's not been playing because he's had you know a number of injuries I don't I think it's just one of those salt shaker pieces if you like uh, Maximia says uh, hey Tom can we sincerely hope to rest some of our key players against Sheffield United surely we can use this match as uh, a rest option for some of them and bring them on after 60 I don't think so it's a Premier League game uh, every game is tough in their own right we've got a game against West Ham in the Carabao Cup in midweek rest players for that one if you want to um, but we need to make sure we pick up three points. Win the games that you need to win. You know, why take a chance when you can take no chance at all is what I would say. So there you go. Uh, Chris says, uh, Tom, what's your favourite ever Arsenal player? Mine is Ian Wright. Uh, my favourite ever Arsenal player is Santi Cazorla. And I know that probably shows my age a little bit more. Um, but, you know, I, I just love Santi Cazorla. just think he's just gloriously good. And that's why if I never, ever got a Santi Cazorla shirt this season... I got our Sandy Cazorla shirt because he's gone back to play for Real Oviedo for minimum wage, which I know for a footballer is not the same kind of, you know, it makes it sound a lot better than it is, I'm sure. But uh, he's playing for the absolute minimum that a footballer is allowed to earn uh, at that kind of level. And he's gone to play back for his, his youth side, which I think is amazing. So, yeah, I went and got myself one of those shirts, as you've seen me wear on the channel a number of times. Um Answers playing awful teams is why Spurs are top of the league. Discounting poor teams is only an Arsenal thing. Uh, she says, uh, what position is ideal for us to be in by the end of December to make some crucial signings in January? Top. Surely top. If we are top, uh, we might not sign big players. Um, better to be in second position. Also, do you think we have the budget? I don't think, I think it's just you're thinking too hard on this one, mate. I don't think it's anything to do. I don't think it matters where we are in the league. We will 
absolutely be doing what we need to do or trying to within the budget. And the budget is the bigger question. I don't know how much money Arsenal have, and, and that is a bit of it of a that's a bit of a tough one because we yeah, we just don't know how much money Arsenal really are able to get their hands on for this window coming up. And, you know, the Raya deal was a lot to do with FFP. That's why we signed him on loan. So I don't know what we're going to be able to do in January. We're going to have to wait and see. Phil says, Tom, give us your all-time Premier League 11. Oh, yeah. In, in my shorter show where I've got like two minutes left, I've now got to go through an all-time Premier League 11. Can we do it in two minutes? I'm going to make myself look so stupid because I'm going to forget people. Right. Here, here we go. We're going to go. Petacek in goal. We're going to go at right back. Carl Walker, I'm going to go at right back. Um, at centre back, I'm going to go Vidic and oh, Sol Campbell. No, Tony Adams. Sol Campbell, Tony Adams. Vidic. I mean, Ferdinand's probably better. Than... See, I can't do this in two minutes. I'm going to go Ferdinand and Sol Campbell for my back two, which I know people are going to disagree with and think, what on earth? Vincent Company, you know, Van Dyke. Oh, my days. This is hard. Ferdinand and Van Dyke at centre back. Sorry, guys. Uh, left back is Ashley Cole. Um, defensive midfield is. Um, Rodri, alongside him, Patrick Vieira. I'm going to go right wing. Right wing, Mo Salah, I think. Yeah, Mo Salah on the right. On the left, it's going to have to be, for me, I just love Robert Perez. But there's, you know, I could choose a lot of others. I'm going to go Robert Perez on the left. Thierry Henry up front with... Um, Didier Drogba. I don't like him, but, you know, I, I think I've probably got to do it. I've probably forgotten a lot of crazy, crazy options um, as well. But there you go. A two-minute best 11, which I've probably forgotten. Ronaldo, I've forgotten about. Kane, I've probably forgotten about. You know, um, you know I can't pick Spurs players. It's just not allowed. Anyway, tell me how silly I am. Try and do your own two-minute Premier League all-time 11 um, because I'm, I've, I've probably annoyed people. They're like, how can you not pick him? How can you not pick him? Well, I've had two minutes to think about it, so that's why. Um, if I had 10, I'd have got a much more refined 11. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate your time. I haven't got De Bruyne in there either. You know, <laughs> I haven't got Aguero in there. Madness. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I will be back tomorrow morning from a different location. In fact, I'll be doing this from High Breeze Ground, believe it or not. Um, so High Breeze Ground, that's not even the right – High Breeze Stadium I'll be doing it from. Arsenal's old ground, of course. So, yeah, tune in for that one. It's going to be exciting. Thank you for everyone listening. I'll see you again very soon. Have a fantastic day. Stay safe, stay well, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.